Hello, my name is Jeff Hammond, Senior Associate Editor with Multi-Housing News, and thanks for joining us for Multifamily's Top Marketers. Jillian Fickert is the Director of Property Marketing at Morgan Properties, where she has worked for more than five years. In her role, she oversees all things marketing for the company's multifamily portfolio, which spans more than 350 communities and more than 90,000 units. Her responsibilities include analyzing the efficiency of marketing programs and improving the customer experience across the board. Welcome, Jillian. It's great to have you with us today. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this. Me too. So today I'd really like for us to talk about a key part of any marketing strategy, and that is really the evaluation side, how to see if what you're doing is working and if it's not, how to fix it. But before we get to the big topic, uh, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your background? How did you end up in multifamily marketing? Yeah, so everybody kind of falls into multifamily, right? So it's a similar um, situation that I ran into. I have worked in real estate marketing my whole career, but prior to working at Morgan Properties, I spent much of my career on the commercial side in shopping center marketing. So I had actually started with a developer um, back in college. I found an internship back when they had that nice little binder that you go through and, and look for an internship and I would flip through it and one just absolutely jumped out at me and it felt like a calling. So I was so excited about marketing and um, my mother always dabbled in real estate. So it felt really right for me. And it was the beginning of a great career. I started that internship at my local shopping center and had my hands in all types of advertising and events and so on. And over the years, I grew my career, relocated to another state and handled um, marketing at the property level for many years and then grew my role into corporate marketing in marketing strategy and then also customer experience. But you know, over the last decade, uh, real estate marketing in shopping centers has definitely changed and it's still continuing to evolve with omni-channel retail and online shopping. And I got to a point where it really felt like I needed to make a change, but I wanted to find something that I was still very passionate about that focused on real estate and when I found the position with Morgan, it again felt like the perfect fit, a calling. I was able to jump into the industry, um, use a lot of the knowledge that I had already built up on the shopping center side and adapt it to multifamily housing. And, you know, got really excited about the opportunity to grow with Morgan Properties. Over the course of the time that I've been here, we have doubled in size. So it's been an amazing experience. That's great to hear. So working with such a large value-add multifamily owner and operator, what can you tell me, what are some of the key elements to a successful marketing strategy in this sector? So value-add is definitely the bread and butter of Morgan Properties. And it's something that we really build our model on in our business plan. And it makes for a lot of moving pieces. And marketing is really what's bringing those projects front and center. And what's really important, I think, and the underlying success is communication. And it's not just communication outward, but it is also a lot of coordination and communication internally 
Uh, we have a very large facilities department who work very closely with our operations department to work on those business plans and determine what makes sense for properties, how to you know, upgrade units and make sure that it is the best fit for finishes for the market and how we're competing with what else is out there in our class. Also looking at the amenity standpoint and how we can go into a community and improve the exterior amenities as well. But there's also the pieces of value add that are not as exciting to some, you know, putting in new windows and roofs and kind of really focusing on the preventative maintenance aspect. So it's really important from the marketing side to make sure that we have open communication with our team members so that we know what's going on with these properties, what we're able to market, the timing, and you know when to really start pushing it. So there's that whole aspect of it. But then of course, there's the whole entire aspect of communicating with our residents as well. Oftentimes when you're looking at value add, you're looking at it from the standpoint of how am I going to improve this community? How am I going to attract maybe a, a new and different renter? But you also have to really focus on the residents that you have. Going in and acquiring a property can be really scary for the residents that are currently there. And, you know, they just sometimes don't really know what to expect from that new management company. And a lot of times we are going in and making improvements, like I said, with windows or roofs. So, you know, we're impacting the daily life of the residents that are there already, improving what they have. But we also need to make sure that from a marketing standpoint, we are also communicating thoroughly with them so that they have certain expectations, they know what to expect. Because essentially, we always want to make sure that we are retaining good residents. And if they don't have a good experience through that process, then most likely they are not going to want to stay with us. And of course, you know, it's much easier to retain our residents than attract new in many instances. And we want to always create a great experience for those residents because you never know, um, we might be heavy in that market and Morgan Properties might have many properties. So we want to make sure that we are a management brand that they want to live with as they continue their renter journey throughout their life. Great. So you've spoken a bit about how it can be sometimes a little bit tricky or there are some additional challenges when you bring a new community into your portfolio. But on a larger scale, how tailored can or should a marketing strategy be to the individual property or community level? It's really important to make sure that you are doing the right thing for a community. There's always aspects of our business that we kind of repeat over and over again because we know that they are proven to work. But when you dive in and determine uh, the marketing strategy for a property, it's really important to have an understanding of a market and you know that one size doesn't always fit all. And from an amenity standpoint, my marketing team uh, really likes to get involved with the facilities team. Something that we like to do when we are starting to examine what amenities should go in, what works and what doesn't, is really take the time to survey our residents and really get their opinion on what they would find useful, what they see value in, what works for them, because it's only going to make that plan a little bit more successful as you move forward if you're really tapping into what that market wants. 
from an advertising strategy, we really make decisions based on the needs of the properties. We're really flexible with you know, what we're running for advertising. And we know, again, one size does not fit all. There are certain partners, ILS partners that we have that work better in some markets versus others. So, you know, we're always open to trying things, but we're also, you know, we're fine with pulling back where needed and shifting spend and determining what really makes sense for that property. Okay, great. Now, one thing you just mentioned was that you uh, put out surveys to understand your resident needs. How frequently do you do that? So... It's kind of two part. We have ongoing surveys that we um, touch our residents to find out about their experience so that we can make changes, make improvements throughout you know, the term of their lease, you know, find out current trends that maybe there's pain points that are consistent that we need to kind of refocus spend on to fix. So those are kind of those standard surveys that we will send out. At an acquisition, we will also deploy surveys to determine what that resident base is looking for, what they're excited about, what's worked for them in the past. And I think surveys have definitely become something that is more important as we have kind of shifted into kind of this virtual landscape where we are executing a lot more virtual events versus in-person or maybe hybrid events where we want to find out more information. Uh, we want to engage with people online. So some things that we do that um, maybe are less than the normal survey of just kind of clicking through here, answer these questions. At a lot of our properties, we have employed some additional tactics to be able to get people really engaged with gamification surveys. We ask you to do X, Y, and Z, and we reward you with points to kind of keep you engaged. So there's been a definite shift over the last year in how we engage with our residents, how we work with them to kind of get answers to the questions that we have and, you know, utilize that data to always be improving our communities. Beyond the scope of surveys, what other kind of metrics do you look at when you're evaluating how a community is doing or how a community's marketing strategy is performing? So there's always the analytics and let me kind of put a pin in that and we'll get back to it. But I think what's really important is making sure that you are doing a deep dive on a community and really going through the customer experience and, you know, hopping on to your website or hopping on to those ILSs and really looking at what you're presenting. Is it accurate? If you were looking for a home, is this where you want to live? you know, going through all of the copy, clicking through all of those links. Sometimes, you know, you, you kind of get in the groove and you're not always checking everything. So it's really important to make sure that what you're presenting to your customers is a great experience. It's not, you know, shifting to any dead ends, you're getting the information you need and so on. So it's always really important to make sure that the look and feel that you're presenting is in line with what you're offering at the community, what the overall brand is, and you know how we should be presenting in the market. Outside of that, when you're looking at analytics, you know we're always looking at conversion ratios, closing ratios, diving in to determine what sources are working best for us and what's truly driving those move-ins, but not just volume. If we can convert 
more with less, that's always a win for us. Uh, we always wanna make sure that we have that quality lead over the quantity, because at the end of the day, our teams have to work all of those leads. So we wanna make the best experience where they're not necessarily just touching everybody who may have had an interest, but not a deep interest in the property. We wanna make sure that those people are really qualified. You know, following that, attribution is always a super hot topic. And, you know, we are always focused on ways to better track our traffic, to look at the entire customer journey. Something that is a huge focus for us is, you know, really trying to figure out how we can dive more into that black hole of website traffic. We know and you know, we'd love to think that people are just finding our website and you know they're going through the process through that, but we know that they're getting to our website through some of our partners, through some of our digital advertising and so on. So being able to dive into that a little bit more with better tracking, looking into referrals and Google Analytics, and being able to kind of qualify and quantify all of those ad sources and determining where everybody is landing is so very important. And, you know, it's an ongoing process. So as the marketing team, we're always trying to kind of really dive into that and then simplify it so that we can present that to our, our operation team partners so that we can all make the best decisions to uh, set the communities up for success when we're determining what the best advertising mix is to reach the goals of the community to make sure that their occupancy is where we want it to be, but we're still able to grow rent metrics and be able to position the community, you know, suiting that business plan. Great. Now, you did mention some topics around when you've taken a new a community into your portfolio, but I'd like to dive a little bit deeper. What do you think some of the biggest challenges are on the marketing side when bringing a new community into your portfolio? Yeah, so we've become an expert at bringing on communities. Like I said earlier, we've doubled in size over the past few years, and it's been an exciting roller coaster of figuring out what works and you know where we have to shift our strategy to make sure that we are bringing on properties, that we are you know training them on tools and so on. So it's always probably most challenging when we are going into a brand new market where we don't have properties existing in that market, where we can't kind of pull off of existing traffic, what's working and so on. So we have really leaned on our partners to provide us with information. We're diving into reporting to find out more about markets. And, you know, a lot of it is feet on the ground. So when we're going through that due diligence process, we're going out there, we're meeting with the property teams, we're shopping comps, uh, we're finding out information from local businesses, asking questions about that market, and really working towards developing a plan that we really feel will make sense. And then, as I said before, you always have to kind of be flexible and maybe that first shot at what you thought was going to work might not and being able to shift your spend and make sure that that mix is the right mix for that market is always important. Something that has you know, really worked for Morgan is that we have regional marketing managers that are able to really focus on these sub-markets and be experts in collaboration with our operations team to make sure that we're really able to dive in and determine what works and work with those ILS partners to determine you know, 
are we going to get the lead volume that we need, analyzing that data and determining where we should shift our spend. Okay, thanks. Can you give me an example of a market that Morgan has entered in the recent past and tell me a little bit about how that went? Yeah, absolutely. So most recently we have acquired a group of properties and there's been more growth that we have seen in the Southern states within our company. Most recently we have really dove into the state of Florida as well as Texas and Louisiana, where we did not have properties before. And we are still currently working through this. Um, we acquired those properties in February, and we are just a couple months in. But being able to get out there, uh, see the comps, visit them, and work directly with the property teams to make sure that we can support them, that we can help them to create the best customer experience, and be able to also shift our brand over to these properties is super important. Something that we always have to remember is that we are not selling, you know, a product that is like chips or soda or anything like that. We're selling a piece of your life. So you are moving in and choosing your apartment and you're going to have tons of life experiences. Those people that are moving in might be at various stages of their life. They might be, you know, moving into their first apartment or a first apartment with a significant other, or maybe they have a lifestyle change and they need to, you know, move states or maybe they're downsizing. There's so many points that we are touching our residents over the course of their life and we're creating an experience with them. And we always want to make sure that, you know, our lifestyle brand brand is consistent and we are presenting experiences that they enjoy and that they in turn want to tell their friends about and, you know, express how excited they are to live in a Morgan community. So when we're taking on these new communities, it's so important to not only kind of get through the nuts and bolts of things of looking at, okay, how are we setting up their advertising strategy and making sure that they have the new brochures with the new branding, but it's also diving in and make sure that they are touching that, that brand that we have so that they're presenting a different lifestyle touch point to all of these residents so that they can um, really enjoy living with us and it sets us apart from our competition. Great. So we've talked a lot about tailoring marketing strategies, but one thing I want to talk about is the massive disruption that the industry, well, the world has experienced over the last year. And technological shifts have, of course, been a huge part in how marketing efforts have changed over the past year. What was one of the more unexpected or maybe even one of the more unusual changes you've noticed? Yeah, this is a great question. So the technology shifts have made a huge impact on marketing efforts over the past year. And you know, something that I think has been a plus for us is that it's really just pushed us to be able to implement a lot of strategies that maybe weren't quite um, in our grasp previously, whether it was because, you know, things weren't necessarily integrating appropriately, or maybe we didn't have the spend allocated to these areas. But because of the pandemic, and because we needed to shift our sales process, 
we were forced to really push into this new realm of everything being virtual, being self-service and so on. So I think the biggest changes and the biggest surprise that we can kind of see from this is that even though this is something that we kind of knew we had to do, we pushed upon ourselves, I think there is a new expectation from our prospects, from our renters, that we are going to continue to move forward with technology, that there is no room to be antiquated anymore, and there is a new expectation level from everyone that we need to continue to not only utilize what we've put into play, it's not going away, but also continue to improve our offerings. At one point, you'd really only expect you know, smart home technology and a lot of the prop tech, all of those pieces were really only expected out those A, A plus luxury communities. And there's definitely been more of a push to have that in more of the workforce housing. People are very interested in smart homes. Um, from the prospect side, they're very interested in being able to find out all of the information that they can about a community before even step foot on the community. Also, people really want to be able to kind of have that self-service. They don't want to jump through hoops and have, you know, back and forth phone calls with someone. They want to be able to find out as much information as they can, set their own appointment, come out, look at it, and then make a decision. So it's definitely had a huge shift on what the model was previously. And from a marketing standpoint, I think it's a really exciting time. It's almost like a renaissance in multifamily property management, because frankly, we may have been a little bit behind a lot of the other industries. And this has really pushed us forward and we're diving right in and we're gonna continue to keep up. I think there's an expectation that virtual tours are a given, that there's a higher level of self-service, well, whether it's making your own appointment or it's coming out to see an apartment on an unguided tour. There's going to be more tech coming. I think that there's a huge infusion of new startup companies who are jumping right in and seeing where that need is, seeing that, you know, maybe we were a couple steps behind and just infusing technology into property management so that we can create the experience that our renters want. So we've just got time for one final question, and that would be, what advice would you give to a multifamily operator today in the current climate we're operating in? Some advice that I'd give, I, I love this question. So I think it's really taking time to have a better understanding of what your marketing team does. We touch so many different departments, whether it's, as I talked about earlier, facilities, operations, working closely with our training team, really focusing on that overall brand. I think for many years, people focused on the marketing department as, you know, ordering brochures and making sure we had promo items. And it's so much more than that. There's a huge piece of it that focuses on analytics and having an understanding of what's working and looking at those numbers and being able to make shifts quickly 
And the more people that are collaborative and supportive in that process really creates uh, momentum. We work very closely with our pricing team to make sure that we are providing the most information on comps and positioning the property with specials and so forth. So the more buy-in that you have within your marketing team and you know, allow them to stretch their arms into these other areas, the more effective they're going to be. And you know, they're really focused on where we can go with tech and getting them involved um, with tech and having an understanding of how we can continue to further it and push it in front of our residents and our prospects is only going to make it more successful. So utilize your marketing team as any way and you know most effectively as you can. That's great. Jillian, thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Multifamily's Top Marketers. It was really a pleasure to hear all of your valuable insights. Thank you so much. This was so great. I appreciate your time. Until next time, everyone. Make sure to follow MHN's Multifamily's Top Marketers on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.